Guys, to another um, best eleven on the wine shuffle with me, Steve Riley. Um, today we have a, a belter, um, someone that has given all of his uh, probably the best nights of her life, and uh, I've not said that about too many men. Uh, a man that's probably he should have street named after him or a statue surely soon, but yeah, it's one and only cup winning uh, finalist gold winner, uh, James Vincent. How you doing, mate? I'm good, thanks, Steve. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all right. I'm surviving in this uh, this lockdown, and uh, yeah. Not drinking yeah. beer as we were talking about before I started recording, so I'm depressed, but I'm all right. I'm I'm optimistic. Um, boys have started okay this season. I think it's a wee bit of up and down, and uh, I think at the time of recording, it's just after the race game. So you've picked up a wee injury. How's how's that looking? And hopefully not long term. It's looking a lot better than expected, to be honest. Um, unfortunately, I was out before the race game. It was my first game back for a couple of weeks, and yeah, just was getting a lot of pain, but. We thought it was hamstring muscle related, but hopefully touch wood, it's nerve related and it's something that is can be a quicker fix rather than uh, something like Miles has had high hamstring out for four weeks. So um, I'm hoping it's not that, which is really good. So I'm positive in terms of that. But yeah, just from personal point of view, looking forward to get back playing and uh, help the boys. Have you, have you found the start of the season then? I mean, a few new faces came around. It's your second season back, obviously. Yeah. Um, new boys came in well, adapted well, everyone get on. Yeah, I think the club's recruited well. I think a manager does every season, to be fair. But I think, like you said, it's been a little bit up and down. But I think with the sort of layoff we had, I think, as we've seen, most teams have had that sort of start. I think we're going to have that sort of inconsistency at times. And it's just the way the season is. I think you look at the most highest level we can get, like the City and Liverpool, they're having them blips as well. So mm-hmm. I think, unfortunately, it's just the way it is until everyone really hits the ground and gets them their fitness up and the minutes up. Uh, but hopefully that'll be sooner rather than later for us and we can uh, put a good run together. No, I hope so, especially a shortened season. We need to, we need to hit the ground yeah. running, don't we? So, second season back, obviously you, you loved it that much. You came back after being away for a few years. Um, what brought you back then? Was it just those Harry Gow's um, <laughs> batteries and uh, Empire Biscuits or what was it? Aye. Yeah, it was that Dream Ring brought me back. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> the Dream Ring. <laughs> Well, no, like you said, I do. I love the club. I've got a special bond with it. Um, mm-hmm. My daughter was born up here. Um, mm-hmm. I've got some great memories and, and it's a good club as well. It's, they play the football in the right way. Always have done. It's mm-hmm. a place I enjoy. So uh, I came here again looking for success and we'd missed out, out on that last season, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. No fault to our own, but hopefully we can do something this year and, and try and achieve something again. Uh, you said you said about family stuff, and I was talking to you before we recorded. So five years ago, I was um, I was pissed for three days in Bucharest. So I'm not going to lie, but I get even more pissed when I walked into a bar and seen uh, seen your dad and uncle standing there, and I didn't know who, I didn't know who they were. I just got chances these two English guys, and I thought, oh, I put two old guys on, on on a jolly, obviously, and then realised it was your, your dad and uncle. And yeah, the irony was that they booked up before you obviously pulled out and couldn't play, so they mm-hmm. obviously went. But how's the family? Okay, they're still drinking. Oh, fantastic. Really good. Dad still talks about that event. It was, he had a fantastic night. Great couple of days over there and uh, obviously didn't quite get the result and get through, but he said the sort of camaraderie, the togetherness was fantastic. It was clear to see and yeah, uh, he's probably still got a headache from now. Aye, who cares about the game? They gave me shit anyway. We were, we were pissed <laughs> anyway. I don't remember it. It was terrible. Um, okay, mate, so 
reasonably get you on to get through your best 11 players mm-hmm. that you've, you've played with. So you've, you've heard a few of them before. So it's the same situation. Uh, 11 players, five subs, name yourself. Um, and if you choose to, you can go with a manager. So let's go with the, let's put your formation first then. Have you, have you set your team out? I wasn't, I wasn't sure. I was split between two, uh, but I'm going to go four four two. Quite basic, quite simple, but effective. Can't be a four four two. It's best. Can't be it. Try, try and test it. So, who's your, who's your man between the sticks? And who's in goals? So I've gone with Scott Bain. Um, we played with him at Dundee. Uh, Dundee. Mm-hmm. Really good. Very good keeper. Uh, pretty much your modern day goalkeeper for me. Very good with his feet. Uh, mm-hmm. If he wanted to, he could probably play centre mid. He's got a great range of passing about him. Uh, obviously did fantastic at Dundee mm-hmm. got his move to Hibs and then uh, it's a funny story last sort of day before he was due to play they had a cup game against Dundee so he, he was on loan he couldn't actually play for Hibs so as it was any other game he would have played and that would have meant he played for two teams that year but um, as it was the, the cup game was against Dundee he couldn't play and then the week after he went to Celtic so there's something happened at um, Dundee because I know like, it... Lenny took him obviously, didn't he, to Celtic? Yeah. But did, did something happen to Dundee? Did he follow up with the manager? Or, he, uh, they, they, yeah, they had a bit of a disagreement and uh, they just didn't see each other. I mean, Bainey was, was streets ahead. He, he should have been the club's first choice by. But yeah, it happens in football. Uh, people butt head, don't kind of see eye to eye, and it happened there. It was under Neil McCann and probably the best thing that could have happened to him. Uh, as it as it worked out, he, he's gone on to play for his country. He's playing for he's the back Celtic in the team now as well. He's back in. He's. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't think Barcast listens to this podcast, but um, he's a far better goalkeeper than uh, the boy <laughs> they paid six million pounds for. So, yeah, no, I know. good solid, good solid start to the team, mate. Um, Ari oh, yeah. been, I think he's, he's a good goalkeeper. I remember when he, I think it was Aloha before Dundee, wasn't he? And, yes. um, with Hartley as well, yeah, yeah. That's right. Obviously, Hartley took it with Dundee, but no, good, good solid goalkeeper, mate. So, who's let's go your right back first? Who's, who's the, the first for back? Probably everyone's choice there. Eh? I'm sure is, you can get this one. It's David Raven, yeah. Uh, he's, he makes every best eleven. Uh, he's uh, Mister he uh, eight, eight out of ten every week, isn't he? But for me, he's a bit of a Cali legend. Uh, he was, like you said, he was consistently good. Um, mm-hmm. He was one of them. Never really, I can't remember a bad game he had. Always good, good going forward, good defensively, and to top it off, he was a fantastic lad. Great for the dressing room. Really good in a night out. So uh, yeah, mm-hmm. he's getting the right back slot. We've seen him with a bad game and he's done a best 11. His isn't out yet, but it's out soon. Uh, first game he played for us, he played Elgin away. We always play Elgin. You know what? <laughs> I think I did hear about this, but it was before uh, me. <laughs> oh, yeah, before you say, but we always play Elgin and stuff. And you see the boy, I had the other David Raven, you know, through champ manager because he'd been at Liverpool, you know, and he's a big, mm-hmm. big, big player. And he played and he was hopeless, you know, and uh, I think he got slated. Oh, but he admitted, he admitted he's an absolute mare, but I'm thinking, who's this boy we're signing from Liverpool? And, uh, or ex Liverpool player, sorry, and uh, it was horrible. But no, I think I just like yourself, feel like you'll be a legend. He'll go down in history with his club, and uh, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, he, he did great. Never a bad game, did he? He's always consistent, you know, and that's what you want from a full back. Really just to, to be there. Even if even if he just went under the radar, sometimes he always did his job, always kept it simple for the team, and yeah, like you said, exactly what you want from a full back. Still playing. He was playing at the FA Cup. I saw him on TV for Marina at the weekend. The Scored FA Cup. a penalty. He yeah. did, aye. So, well, so through to the next round, yeah. Fantastic. Likes a quick one. He, he does, he does, mate. He does. So, no, good luck to him. Right, so, solid start, mate, right back. Who's your who's your left back? My left back, Graham Shinney. So you take Shinney at left back? Some, I'm, some, I'm some, put, some. I w- this was the debate. It was between Carlo and, um, and Shinney. Uh, mm-hmm. I went with Shinney at left back because 
I wanted to go for something else in my midfield. Um, mm-hmm. Again, Chinny, uh, very consistent. And to be fair, I'm still I'm still really good friends with him. Wives are good friends. Uh, kids are the same age, so got a good bond with him, good connection. Always kept in touch with him. And he's mm-hmm. done well himself. He, he kicked on again at Aberdeen in the central mm-hmm. area and got recognition for his country. Moved again to Derby, so he's, he's having a fantastic career. But it started out at Cali and he did it consistently. From left back, you can maraud forward, and he was always a good attacking option as well. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hard one to say. Shinny was amazing at left back, and I think I said this before in previous pods that I think of the players that left for that era, we probably didn't miss Shinny as much because Carlo came in, and Carlo obviously just bombed on from there. But I don't know if he's a better left back or a better centre mid. He's that good of a player that could play in both, and he's holding his own for Derby now, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's I sitting next to Wayne Rooney, playing for Derby and scoring, and I mean, I mean, apart, apart from that, Noza has getting caught offside sometimes. I mean, he's, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's done well, but no, I, I thought he'd have Shinny in there somewhere, so um, it would be him or Carlo. So he's, right. he's two fullbacks. Oh, he's solid so far. Oh, you're, you're doing well. I mean, it, it, would, uh, it, would, it would compete, mate. I guarantee that. So who's your first centre half then? Of the uh, my first centre half, I'll, I'll, I'll go uh, at Ashley Williams. Um, oh, Welsh boy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I did my youth team at Stockport County and mm-hmm. my second year, my youth team is slightly different in England. You, from 16 to 18, you go full-time, do two-year scholarship. And then at the end of that, you either get a pro or not. But the last year of uh, my youth team, I used to train with the first team and he'd, uh, he'd come in. He'd come from non-league. I think it was Hensford or somewhere. Mm-hmm. But you could just see, they picked him from the low league. He was streets ahead. I mean, yeah. naturally, he was, an, he was an athlete. He was rapid, strong, and he was decent on the ball. And I think he was there for another six, eight months. And then Swansea took him. And then he was on the journey with Swansea when they went up the leagues. And he just kicked on every time. Every time he got a new challenge, he kicked on. And he was really good for the young boys. That's what I remember as well. He was fantastic. Again, he, was, he wasn't he was too old himself, but he always looked after the youth team when you came up and trained. And you need someone like that when you're young. And, and it helps you, give you that confidence to go and do it. So... Yeah, he's had a fantastic career, played for his country as well. So I'd probably, I'd probably say he's uh, one of the centre halves. Because I've always known him, but he came to sort of, he came to the forefront obviously when Wales obviously got to the Euros and stuff, and he was a bit of talisman, and then yep. he got a big move to Everton. I don't think, I don't think the Everton move worked out as well as he, he wanted, but I uh, was great for Swansea. Is, is it Bristol City? Is that now? He's still playing. Yeah, yeah he's still in the championship. Bristol City. So, yeah. I uh, so I uh, some some head of hair now. Obviously, he's went for the predator look, hasn't he? So. Um, <laughs> Uh, I was going to say a little less imposing than a skinhead, but no, a solid, solid player, mate. And uh, I, he's a uh, good career for himself. So, who's yeah. next to Ashley Williams in the centre half? Uh, my other centre half, I've gone for uh, a good leader. He always led by example, uh, Gary Warren. Another nose as well, mate. You're liking your noses so, today, aren't you? So, can, you not, can you not tell, huh? <laughs> so, I, I, for the angle, I didn't want to comment, mate, but um, no, I'll no. You, you, straight on, then. You, I, Gary's, uh, he pops up most of the. Um, the best livings, but I mean, how was he to play with him? Just for me, he was. Oh, he was a joy. Old, old-fashioned English centre half, you know, but then turned into a ball playing centre half under John Hughes. He just adapted yeah. his game, didn't he? That's it. I mean, sometimes you have these sort of modern-day centre halves now, and they all are kind of ball players, and they can do both sides of the game. But obviously, some some lack the defensive abilities. But he just from from when I went in to start off, he was just a centre half, and that was perfect. You knew he was consistent. You knew his man wasn't getting him. You knew he was winning every header. And like you said, that is what you want from a, a centre-half sometimes. And 
again, when our game sort of changed and adapted, he, he did. He took it with both hands and, and he dealt with it and he started playing them passes and, and he kicked on again. But mm-hmm. just in terms of that, he was he was fantastic off the park as well. Always helped the boys, always a good leader, led by example on the park. And um, yeah, that's definitely why he gets in. Ah, he's, uh, he's still playing at Torquay, isn't he? Just getting moved Torquay. in the summer there. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, for me, he's, uh, him, him, and, him and Meekins probably are arguably our best two centre-half partnership we've ever had at his teammate. He was a legend. And uh, for me, he left me by a season too soon. But um, yeah. uh, contribution to the club is amazing and you can't take yeah, that away from right. him. So, yeah. go across the midfield then, I take it. We're just going to go two centre-mids, two wingers, or are we, are we getting spicy and doing something different? Um, no, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna do two centre mids, two wingers, yeah, right. Go, so give me your number six. Then who's the first one? My six is gonna be a boy, uh, again, I played with him at Stockport, uh, Tommy Rowe. So, know the name, he's uh, he's actually at Bristol City as well now. Um, okay, very good player. Again, he's almost like he's left footed. He started off at Stockport and he used to play him fairly wide, left back or left wing, and and again, he was just. It was almost like your left-footed James Milner with a okay. little bit more flair, a bit easier on the eye. And, and again, he was just one of them players that you could rely on. He was so consistent. And uh, yeah, he had, a, he had a great career. He got a move to Peterborough and then a big move to Wolves. And then after that, he went Doncaster. somewhere else. Doncaster, Don, wasn't it? He, he was there for a couple of years at Donny. And then I think yeah. it was this season or last that he went to Bristol City. And uh, yeah, I was talking to Marley about him as well. And he just said he's still a great lad and he is. He's fantastic around the place. Another one, only a year older than me, but um, played with him in my youth team as well. And then he went to the first team and then the year after I did. But he, again, he is so consistent, very good player. Um, even now for Bristol, he plays left wing back, midfield, mm-hmm. left back. But um, for me, I'd have him in there. I wanted him in my team. So I was looking where I wanted him in. And, and I think, but yeah. still, yeah, can play anywhere. Hey, you might, you've been in the same site used to him then, because he was at my United as well, wasn't he? So did he yeah, come yeah. to? So he was at United from yeah early young young age, and I think he came to Stockport about 15, 16. Mm. And I know he did his YT because he was there for only a year before, and then he did his YT with me. Um, because there's a slight crossover. Obviously, he had the fifteen, the sixteens, and seventeens, and then they decide, mm. and then the next age group comes up. But yeah, he was he was a good player. Decent, Good. so he definitely gets a he gets a slot. No worries. Who's uh, who's playing the eight then? Who's next to Tommy? Rose? So again, it's a little bit controversial um, in terms of positioning, but I'm actually putting Ryan Christie there. Right. Okay. Okay. No. No. Yeah. I see. I see. I see where you're coming from. I, he, he, can, so, he can play that position. Yeah. Again, yeah, he's played. He's played midfield. He's kind of played further forward for Celtic, but he's he's done that role a couple of times, and for his country. So mm-hmm. I, again, I wanted him in my team. Uh, the career he's currently having, I oh. think, warrants that and what he did for the club. Um, mm-hmm. But again, he came in under under Yogi, and I had, he used to train with us under Butcher as well. Mm-hmm. But you just you saw bits, you saw little little glimpses, and you just thought fantastic. And then he go back with the youth. But it was under um, John Hughes where he gave him his chance, and uh, he stuck with him. And a lot of a lot of players sometimes they don't take that. But in fairness to him, he took it with both hands and. He, he had all the ability in the world. But the best thing I can say about it is um, he worked. Oh, you see it. You see, I mean, he yeah. must cover so many kilometres on a, on, a, on a match day. I mean, he's always moving. He's always wanting the ball. And, I mean, yeah. I think his irony was his first game was against Celtic. Come off the bench and he missed a header at the back post as well, actually. But we wouldn't oh. hold down. And um, 
Aye, he's been on, I mean, Ryan and his dad have been on here a few times, and I mean, yeah. we always thought he'd do well, but I don't think I thought he'd do as well as he's doing. I mean, he's no. he's he's arguably Celtic's first player on the team sheet. I mean, you look at him and Edward, and it's skulls galore, isn't it? And uh, that's what he's just kicked on to. Yeah, he's, he's mm-hmm. arguably be Celtic's best player and probably one of the first names on the team sheet for his country as well. So from yeah, where he's definitely. come to it and the ability, he had the. Yeah. He didn't quite happen the first time, took the low move and, and he's just flourished from there. So fair play to him. And to be honest, like I said, it's I've got a lot of time for it. It's he's got all the ability, but it's down to hard work. So uh, that's fantastic. I mean, I think I think the Aberdeen moves were good from going to Aberdeen yeah. getting regular game time. But yeah, I mean he's built up a bit as well. He's never going to be a big, big guy. He's almost slender, but no. I mean you, you don't want him to be big for the position he plays. He needs fast yeah. feet. But yeah, Christy always makes it. But no, I see I see, I see why you put him in there, because I think Maybe later on in his career, he could slip into that number number eight role. You know, go back. I think back. so. I think what probably a compliment about it is, he, is he can do that. He's one of them players that he's not just people maybe think of him out wide, but he can come and play inside. So it probably says about his intelligence as well that he, he can play yeah. other positions. So that's probably why I'd have him in there, and you'll probably see why I've chosen my wingers why as well. So okay. so let's go. Let's go. Who's out the right then? Um, I'm getting well. I don't know. He normally makes this team, but you mentioned him a minute ago. He might make your team, but I don't know. But we'll see. On, I'm going to go to the right. So I'm going to go for uh, again a ladder played with down the road, Anthony Pilkington. Oh yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So he's yeah. going to go in there. Um, mm-hmm. And was that Stockport? Yeah. And throughout my career, he's probably the best player I've ever seen. Both footed. He, uh, yeah. okay. technically remarkable. He used to take corners with both feet, both sides, free kicks. If it was on the right, take his right, left, left. And, uh, yeah, I've never seen that any other player do that in the career. And he'd, and he'd hit him well. So whether it was just something he was naturally gifted or something he worked on, he was really good at it. And, um, again, he was one that the team picked from, from the lower leagues, Abbott and Colliers, I think. And, uh, yeah, one of them just took his chance, worked hard. Uh, exactly. I remember him at Cardiff, that's where I remember the name. He played at Cardiff it. in the Premier League, yeah. didn't he? Yeah, yeah so he, he, went, played... he went to Huddersfield first, then Norwich. Norwich. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, 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 he's out in India now, I think. He's out playing in that ISL league, isn't he? So he is. He's out, he is. He's out there, I bet. He's one of the players you always see. Ah, right, big money. I mean, yeah, you're not going there for the quality of football, but yeah, he's one of the guys. I mean, I, I used to play that football manager a lot. He's one of the players, you know, you get get him in. He could play a couple of positions as well because he was a winger, wasn't he? So he could play yeah. left or right, as you said. But I didn't, did. I didn't know what foot he was. So that's how good of a player he was. You don't know what's his, what's his stronger foot. That's a, no. that's a strong trait. But yeah, uh, I thought he was decent. Again, played in the Premiership, so mm-hmm. he he, uh, he warranted a place, I think. Oh, good shout. So he's in your right. Who's who's out the other side of the left? See, uh, my mate, the Hobbit, Aaron Doran. He's made it in. Well done. Uh, I say this to every time. I mean, as his fans, we don't appreciate how good a player we've got, to be honest. Um, no, nah, you're right. I, he's I he's think, decent. I, I think his Aaron's maybe quiet personality-wise. Sometimes fans think he doesn't he doesn't mm-hmm. care. Something. I mean, I spoke to him on the best 11 and uh, I comes across well. And I mean, the guy's been there what, he's nine, nine, ten years now. It must be, must be nine, I think. Nine, um, I think, yeah. And barring a couple of injuries, he could, he could have pushed on. I mean, he got him out for two yeah. years and... Uh, Still looks good, you know, scored last weekend and played well against Wraith the other night. So I'm glad you got him in because I think a lot of players, even players forget about who going to play there, mate. So good shot. I think, I think he's been reliable in terms of uh, the numbers every year. He's mm-hmm. always high in assists, high in goals, and, and he does it consistently. And like you said, to bounce back from that sort of injury 
it shows mm. it shows a good character as well, and obviously mm. it shows ability that he can get back to performing well consistently. But it shows a good character about him, and yeah, like you said, he, he can be a quiet lad, he can come across like that, but he, he's a good lad off the park. And um, yeah, I think in terms of when the team's been successful, he's always been part of it. So yeah, he, he warrants uh, a place nice. for me. He's a responsible dad now, you know. He's living a quiet <laughs> life now. He's you know, he wants to be well, about. Responsible, I'm not sure, but ah, well, bad yeah. now. We'll, we'll put an asterisk on that, on that one. But <laughs> I think, uh, I mean, people say about Aaron, like, they'll say, oh, he's, he's lost the pace, he doesn't take a man on. But he didn't really do that when he was younger. He didn't need to. I mean, he'd drop, in, yeah. drop a shoulder, drop inside, and he's not the sort of guy that's going to hit the bylines. I mean, I, yeah. I see him as a number 10. It's good you've got him out in the wing, but... Yeah, you're right. Uh, cup well, final. 100%. Yeah. I mean, Spot that pass on. for Marley Watkins is a perfect number 10 pass. So Brilliant. Yeah. I like him, like, coming in inside, like you said, it, not not wide, not getting past no. his man like say like a, a fast winger would, but coming mm-hmm. inside, linking up exactly like you said for the cup final. I think that, that suits his game down to the No, brilliant shoot. Right. So you've got most of the squad pick, you've got the main two, you've got the, the, the goal scorers now. So who's your, your first striker? First striker, I've gone for Billy Mackay. Ah, ah. I know he plays for them across the bridge, but I mean he's still for what he's done for us, yeah. he's uh, he's still a legend. He's one of them he's one of them boys in your team where especially when I first arrived for the time I was played with him, if we created a chance or even a half chance, you were, you were confident. You were confident he was going to take it and, and he did. He, the numbers he hit for us were fantastic. Um, again, hard working for the team as well. He used to oh, yeah. run, run himself into the ground and again, not, not, not the biggest lad, but put himself about, worked hard physically. So, but in terms of that, Goal scorer, end of. He was a goal scorer for the team, so uh, yeah. Oh, he's. I mean, see, 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 for such a small guy, see, 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 he's holding the ball up back to goal. I mean, he could, he could brush off defenders that, that are double the size. And there's a thing about strikers, and before your time as well. I mean, you know Adam Rooney at Aberdeen, obviously, and uh-huh. down south. We did, we didn't act signing players. It's see if the first season were shite. I mean, Adam, Adam Rooney season yeah. one, we paid, we paid fifty grand from from Stoke, right? And. Uh, I mean, he, he, he couldn't hit a cow's ass with a banjo. He was, he was so bad, right? And then Billy McKay first <laughs> season, he missed an open goal at Ibrox. I remember him come off the bench and he missed an open goal and he was terrible. I saw that. Oh, he played, I mean, it was all right. It was a wee bit out an angle, but he missed it. And we were like, this guy's rubbish. rubbish I, I said, all I knew was him scoring that goal at Anfield for Northampton. That's what he made his name, didn't he? Yeah. And then second season, like Rooney. And I mean, a, a lot of strikers have been like that as well. It takes a little bit of time to bed in. And, uh, Could be a bit of that, a bit of an adjustment sort of, uh, yeah, but... And, and it was phenomenal. And when he came back, it was a bit of a sore one because our team was on the way down, as you know, and it was just wasn't wasn't good. But now he's he's a legend, and regardless of who he plays for, he'll always be a, a legend. So yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get my near no bother. So who's who's next to Billy up front? Uh, I've gone for another one of my mates, um, big guy Marley Watkins. So I thought you might play with the wing. Um, yeah, Mar- Marley listens to these podcasts, and he's pied me off a few times. He said he can't do a best eleven, so. Get on soon, mate. But I mean, you, I can't. That's why I can't let you see Marley Watkins. Give me a Marley Watkins story. So I'll tell you a few that I've heard, right? So don't okay. repeat. So I've heard the the bit. Well, one of the ones obviously he doesn't always be around the round roundabout when he goes to the stadium. So yeah, I was in he's the not car sat there. That was good. Yeah. Um, the one where he hit a deer. Yeah, I was in the car with him as well. So yeah, that was fun. <laughs> right. Okay. So the, oh, the other two. Oh, did he hit a deer? Yeah. Exactly. It's came out. He didn't hit a deer, obviously, and for him, it's not heard. I don't know who told the story. One of the players told us that I think he came to training about two hours late, didn't he, that morning? And uh, Ram seen he hit a central reservation. He said he clipped a deer, and the deer yeah. was never, was never, never a thing. Yeah, we might have been racing that day, possibly. 
So right, okay, okay. Yeah, Please, we'll Scotland, they're listening then. They weren't. So, <laughs> any, any, any decent Mali Walker stories? Because I mean, I, I love the guy in my team, but I wouldn't want him in my quiz team. No, no, he's uh, he's not the brightest uh, ball, but uh, any Molly Watkins, uh, one of them, he's just his everyday persona is a story. You, you walk, you walk out of him. He used to have a phrase, and every anyone you ever speak to him always just tries to do it in his in his sort of accent. And he, he just oh. used to have a phrase, it was, Oh, don't tell the lads, don't tell the lads. Just you just do something, you start looking at me, go, Oh, don't tell the lads. And uh, he was kind of just that guy that it was just. He was. He was fantastic for the dressing room without even meaning to be at times. Uh, he was the only player that was probably the one of the worst trainers you'd see and then the best performers. He, he nearly uh, played himself out of the, the team under John Hughes all the time because he just just wasn't there at times. He'd just do uh, something man. that wasn't asked. Mm-hmm. The gaffer would be on it and the lads would be thinking, Miles, he's asking this, he's asking that. And he'd be like, come to a Saturday, perfect. Fantastic. Uh, John, Hughes, John Hughes raves about him. I mean, with John on and... Uh... I mean, what I've heard, I mean, he's, he's, he's fast, he's like a whippet, isn't he? I mean, he's, he, John oh, says he's so one of the fast. fastest he's ever seen. But um, when, again, when we signed him, I remember we signed him and he was injured right away. Because um, yeah. I think Butcher, Butcher signed him. And, I think um, his ankle straight away, I think. And he, I don't, I, 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 we always argue, I can't remember when Marley Watkins became good because he was just injured. This guy, he signed, never played, and then was phenomenal. And I'd, yeah. I obviously don't enjoy you, maybe put him more central and. Uh, yeah, adapting him from being a winger to put him through the middle, but I mean, he was phenomenal and yeah, left too soon. But being got his move, got a cracking move to Barnsley, obviously. And um, they yeah. kind of rode a wave yeah, at Barnsley, they had a fantastic squad, and they just they had the likes of the Connor Hurahan, who's a villa now playing mm-hmm. every week in the Premier. They just had such a good team. Sam Winnell, he was at the big, he was in Vanessa alone from Wolves yeah. back in the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and they all just did well. I think they got they won the Johnson's paint down there, right. they, they got promoted. And then the the team just got picked apart. All the good boys left, and uh, but in terms of him, I wanted to say he was the only boy that I remember, probably that I still remember, that gave Van Dyke a bit of a run for his money. Oh, but he bossed um, him the semi, bossed him. Yeah. I, I, I look at the prem every week. I know he's not playing now. Unfortunately, he's injured, mm-hmm. but he cruises it every week. And I just thought the only guy that I've seen rough him up and do a bit, and obviously he's come on leaps and bounds from them. But fair play to Miles, he did that, and he did well for the team. No, I mean, John Hughes said that in his podcast. And I mean, even even for the penalty, I mean, Christie's ball was a peach of a ball without saying his foot down the line. But Adam Matthews, who outpaced, Adam Matthews wasn't slow. And he oh. just, he, he, I think he was about three or four yards behind Matthews and then took three or four yards beyond him and then also get brought down for Tansy's penalty. But yeah. no, I, I thought Watkins would be in it. I mean, the boy's a player. And uh, yeah, hopefully he'll be on the pod soon when he, he applies I'll, to me and he's not too a word there. Yeah, he's, oh, always, I, he's always one of them. I'll ring him and ring me back a month later. He's one of them boys. Oh, every every week he'll come back. Yeah, I'll do it soon when I'm more settled. I mean, he's been at Aberdeen for about four months now, so um, <laughs> get his sorted, mate. Right, so that's it. We'll, we'll recap the first eleven, mate, and it's a peach of our best eleven. Okay. So Scott Scott Benning goals, yep. Robinson, Shinny, fullbacks, mm-hmm. uh, Ashley Williams, Gary Warren. Mm-hmm. Oof, what what a duo that be? Um, Tommy Rowe, Ryan Christie, Anthony Pilkington, Aaron Dorn, and Billy McKay, and then. Molly Watkins to do your best loving. Four McDonald's, I'm the castle, liquor is men, we cheese hostels, Jenny Heapers, CCTV, PC's Pizzas, Judith, Teddy, Harlem Park, the library, Spectrum Center, the Molly Story, Golly Fistle, the Golden Mile, Music Center, Maalan. Five subs if you need them, and a manager if you want to keep people happy. You know, I will go for. I'll go for I mean, another. I mean, we don't need to do goalkeeper defenders. You just do five strikers if you wanted. So, uh, you uh, 
I'll put another lad in. It was Johnny Mullins. Again, he, he played down the road. Uh, he was a centre-half sort of full-back. Again, one of them boys that could play a couple of positions, but solid as anything. And to be honest, a lot of the picks have been kind of what they kind of brought as well off the park. He, he was a few boys have done that as well. Like more what you do in the dressing room, yeah. A lot of the lads that I've talked about were very good. Rabs was like fantastic. Um, but yeah, Johnny was similar. Helped all the young boys at the time again, uh, what like myself and. Yeah, just stuff like that sticks in your mind when, when you look back at it, like who kind of helped you out at certain times. And I think it's important because you'd like to think that you do that for other young boys coming through or if they ever needed any help. Because I'm coaching like the, the 16s, I try, and, I try and talk and offer advice. So just things like that that's happened in your career, you'd try and like to give back a little bit. And I was going to ask that, do it for them. James. So do you see that now? I mean, people talk about the squad now and it's a really young squad. I mean, it's as, it's as young as we've ever had now. And you're... It's more senior, right? To put it politely, you're one of the older boys. Are you are you taking more of that mantle on now? Maybe the likes of, say, say boys, you know, Scott Allardyce, for example, right? Some of the younger boys. Are they coming to you, Roddy McGregor's, and you're sort of giving them advice now? Um, is that, is that a mean, role you've taken on? I try to. I mean, as, like, for example, speak to Scotty the other day. Like, he's done fantastic since he's come in. And I just, Solid. Mm-hmm. just said maybe go beyond a few times, mix your game up. So whether my advice is right or wrong, I'm, I'm, I always try and help the boys. And mm-hmm. again, with all the young boys, I think they've done really well since they've come in. Um, like the manager said, they've probably played a bit too much, a bit too soon, but they've took the chance and mm-hmm. fair play to them. So long may that continue for them. Uh, but yeah, I always want to try and help. It's just, I think you're just either that person or you're not. I, mm-hmm. Sometimes you're just quiet and you it's not in your, in your build-up, but if you are and you want to help, then yeah. I, again, like I said, I, I take coaching and I'm always trying to help or if any of the young boys speak to me, it's one of them. So I've had it in my career and again, it's like it's half the reason some of the picks are in there. So I'd like to try and give that back as well. No, you should. I remember that Jordy Mullins, he played at Oxford, I think. It was one of the ones yeah. I remember. So, I think but... he was there for a, a while and then he went to Cheltenham and uh, retired actually 18 months ago, probably too soon. I don't know what the story was, what the case was. I, I gave him a message when he did, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was a he was he was a good player. No, oh, you sure? So that's for your first sub. Who's who's warming the bench for Johnny? I am gonna go for. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put Greg Tanzian ah, for a couple for a couple of reasons. Yeah, um, me and I've known Tanzi for the longest. I've known. All the boys. You'd, you'd have been at Stockport together, wouldn't you? So we were Stockport together. He's a year older than me, but I used to play the year above. So we played with each other for years. Um, then we had the youth team together. Mm. We actually won the Puma Youth Alliance together, which was like quite a big thing back then. It wasn't quite the uh, FA Youth Cup, but it was the next best thing for our sort of grading of club. So we did really well together. We were successful, and and you can again you kind of build their memories along the time. It, it was good for the club. Uh, so yeah. And, Great passer again, unfortunate with injuries. Uh, oh, shambles. Yeah, it we, is. It, we, it, it's a shame. Were you playing that game before times? Did you play that game when he scored the absolute howler? I mean, that peach of a goal for um, Stockport. Remember, it made, it made, it made Sky Sports yes. news. I mean, yes. there's videos of guys on mobile phones behind the, the goal and stuff. It's about <laughs> 45 yards and stuff. And um, I'm thinking you must have been playing about that time then because that was like yeah. 2007, 2008, wouldn't it? Yeah. So. So that was my first year. So that was his second year with the team. And then and then the, the year after that, we're in League Two again. We got promoted and then mm-hmm. um, went to League One. And we actually hit 
the club actually hit money problems from there. And me and Tanzi probably played a lot more games than we thought we would have done in League One. So it was again, it was like the young boys here, it a baptism of fire sort of thing. And yeah, it was decent. We we rose to the challenge and uh yeah, I enjoyed it. So I'll chuck Tanz in there. No, good guys. Uh, I mean, I think I think in hindsight you probably shouldn't have left us, but you can't knock back Aberdeen. But I mean, yeah, shame what's happened and He's all happy now, settled down, getting a nice big fancy house. He's looking good, so him and the missus are all settled down now. So uh, he's enjoying retirement, I think. So, no, great pick. Good to have Greg in there. Who's uh, your third sub then? I'm going to go for. Uh, I might. I'm going to go for. I'm going for Nick Ross. That's your Good shout. New, newly engaged Nick Ross as well. Congratulations, uh, Nick. Congrats. Uh, underrated, I think. I did Underrated. Again, I reckon you could put him anywhere across the midfield and he'd do a job. He's one of them. A very fit lad, worked hard, not afraid of a challenge, gone overseas, done well. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, he's a good lad as well. Again, used to sit next to him in the changing room. So, I'm going to I'm gonna chuck him in there. I've been, a, I've been a few nights out, not with him, but I've seen him a few nights out and stuff like that. He's a funny guy, you know, but you don't... He is, you he's don't... got that sort of dry sense, doesn't he? I very much, very dry Indonesian sort of sense, uh, humour, but... I quiet, but quite sharp with the one-liners. So, no, good, good. shooting. I haven't forgets about Nick Ross, I think, just because... Again, he's also, quiet. And again, even the fans, I think I think the fans didn't realise how good he was. And again, it's similar to Aaron's personality where they're never going to be out kissing the badge and, you know, yeah. fist pumping. It's not it's not, it's not their, yeah. their makeup, but no, very talented and pivotal part of that season. I mean, he's got some big goals from this and no much so in the semi-final, which yeah, that was phenomenal. And you, you went to Dundee with Nick at the same time, didn't you? Did you, you guys move yeah. at the same time or...? He, oh no, he went the year before. before. And you went with Danny, didn't you? Yeah, yep. that's right. Yep. That's right. That's right. No, good player, right? So three out of five, you get two to go. And the manager, if you need one. I will go for I'll go for a lad, uh Carl Baker. Um, played with him at Stockport again. He his feet were phenomenal. He used he, he used to take kickoff and just take the team on. And that's that was his approach, and it worked every time. He was fantastic. Really good. Quite a lean lad, skinny, but shredded, ripped. Good athlete, um, good player. So yeah, so one I've had to, for, first one I've had to go to Wikipedia. So I'm not, uh, I can't lie and say no. Coventry City, Milton Keynes, right? Okay, right. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't bullshit. Portsmouth. Uh, Portsmouth in 80, 80k, which might, I don't know where they are. They might be in India, but he went went away abroad to uh, possibly 80k. In, yeah, co- India. Co- sports. Yeah, done it. Done. Yeah. Went for the money, no appearances for them, so he did well there. And in Coventry, Nanneton Borough, and he's playing for Brackley Town now. Yes, he is. Yeah, at right old his, age of 37. Yeah, he's got like a, a coaching sort of academy set up, so he's, he's in that sort of line to do that. Um, so one more, yeah? One more. One more, yeah. Carl Baker, second last. So you get one more. I will go to for... keep on the Christmas card because I say that shit every podcast, so I need to say Correct. that. Correct. Uh, I'll go for again, probably not negative, but it shows what sort of position I'm midfield. I'm going to go for a boy called Liam Bridcut. Oh, yeah, he's a Scotland player, yeah, yes, yeah. Liam yeah. Bridcut. Okay. I'm going to go for, uh, yeah, he came, I think, he, yeah, he was still at Chelsea at the time. He came on loan to us. I think we we're uh, at a stopport, we we're in league, yeah, we we're in league one, and uh. This small lad came on, stocky legs, and you just could not get the ball off him. Yeah. Fantastic player, really good. Actually, for is even though he's done fantastic, he probably could have been playing higher. Maybe yeah. one of them yeah. that sometimes doesn't quite 
hit the heights or comes down. Mm. But at the time, he, he was miles ahead and he was a young boy as well. And you could tell that he sort of had that the best coach in the Chelsea grounding. But yeah, a really good player. I, I remember it was at Le- Leeds and Sunderland with a big two. I remember Brighton, I think, yeah. was when he first got to the Scotland team. But yeah, um, I, he's, I don't know I don't know if he's playing now. He's, he's not in Scotland set up. I think he's fell away from that. But um, I good, 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 good set of venture. Are you going to you name the manager? Are we, no, are we, too too close to call, I think. So, like who you said, who would your toss-ups be? Uh, I've got I've got a boy down the road, Stevie Burr is called. Um, okay. And again, he took me from when I was at Stockport. He took me to Kidderminster Harriers, and and he was with the England C setup with Paul Fairclough, and uh, Paul Fairclough again. He, he could be a good shout. The way uh, man. I remember he was, a, he was at Barnet, wasn't he? And he was England C yeah. coach, wasn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he, so he did that, and just the way that he chucked eighteen boys together that didn't know each other and kind of got them glued and talking and on another level, the sort of meetings we had and how we spoke. He was fantastic in that man management sort of way is something if I ever did it myself, I'd kind of try and copy and, and emulate. So it's close between them two. No but there's, okay. there's a couple. There's a couple. Would you, put, would, you, would, you, would you have Yoga in there? Would you have the big man in? Oh, yeah. Yoga was brilliant for me. <laughs> and and uh, he's one of them. He was, he's an infectious character, isn't he? So, ah, it's, it's, it's a criminal. It's a crime shame why that boy doesn't have a, a job in Scottish football. It's his record speaks for itself, but it's one of them. It's sometimes you're out the game a little bit, and it can be hard to get back in. But but hopefully mm-hmm. he does. Hopefully he gets an opportunity soon. Somewhere. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, no, there's a couple. So they've all been good to me. I, I've probably been fortunate enough that I've not had too too many bad ones. I've had a couple, but uh, mm-hmm. time at Dundee was a little bit. Uh, Tainted to be honest, but was that Hartley? Hartley saying you didn't, and then McCann came in, didn't he? Hartley, Hartley was good for me to be fair. Uh, Hartley was good. I, I enjoyed enjoyed working under him. Um, and then even when Neil came in, uh, he came in for the back end of the season when they got rid of Hartley. Uh, kept we played. I think we had like six or seven games left. I think we won the first two or three. That's what got the job, wasn't it? Because it was it wasn't going to take the job, and then he took the job. Yeah, it? and then we uh, were safe by then. So he was, but he was good. And then speaking to him over the summer, it was good. And then. Kind of went back and he just signed his own boys. In fairness to him, and didn't really didn't didn't go with some of the lads that had previously been there, which which happens sometimes. He just wanted mm-hmm. their own their own boys and would have liked a, a fair crack at the whip, so to speak. But sometimes, again, no hard feelings. It doesn't work like that, and you know, exactly. by your decisions, don't you? So it's no, I mean Hartley could have been Inverness manager a couple of times. He's been close. He's applied for it a few times. I think he yeah, I think he lost yeah. out to John Hughes. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I'm sure he was in there. He, he was, it was him and uh, fact, the person finished second to John Hughes. We get Paul Telfer. Do you remember him? He's played Celtic in Southampton. Yeah. He was second. Uh, so we could have Hartley, but and I like Hartley. I think he's doing really well. He's doing uh, really well, isn't he? Yeah. So uh, they're flying. I think they might win again. So yeah, it just shows uh, like he, he obviously had a blip, but the better managers they rise, they rise to the top again. So uh, Cove will get the money. They'll, 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 they'll be in the championships and they've got I money. So. And uh, I think so. And Neil McCann's not my cup of tea, but we'll move on, mate. So let's <laughs> recap then. Uh, so Bain, Raven, Shinny, Williams, Warren, Rowe, Christie, Pilkington, Doran, Mackay, Watkins gets starting jerseys, mm-hmm. and then Johnny Mullins, Greg Tansy, Nick Ross, Carol Baker, and Liam Brookat makes up your bench, mate. Pretty strong, mate. I mean, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't mind them playing for us on Saturday, mate. Um, but no we shall, we shall move on and see, mate. But no, listen. Hope the rest of the season goes well, mate. And um, hope you're yeah. back to this injury soon. And uh, no, I appreciate that. Yeah, what about those playoffs, mate? And uh, hopefully we can get to a game soon. I know some of the 
some of the Inverness based fans will be in next Saturday, hopefully. Um, but it I looks know, like it's, I, it's I'm reading that'd be decent, that'd be really good. Give everyone a bit of a lift, but uh, hopefully it'll be more soon as the restrictions kind of ease. But who knows well, yeah. what's going on? You can't you're call it. Fortunately, you won't be Steve. I know. No, I'm tier three, mate. We're we're like Chernobyl down here, mate. We're just lucky to be alive. So, um, yeah, I'll I'll see a game in 2025 when you're retired, mate. But oh, just get out with a dog every day. That'll keep you sane. I I set me. I certainly. I will. Some of the some of the wine shuffle boys might be doing some commentary soon, so uh, watch your space. But no, thanks for coming on, mate. I appreciate it, and uh, I have a good season, mate. And uh, boys do well, mate. Yeah, cheers, mate. Cheers. Thanks. Bye, bye, mate. Yep, yep.